Hey, Dylan Kelly here, host of the Wave Break Podcast. Excited to get into this episode, but first, here's a quick word from our sponsor. This episode of the Wave Break Podcast is brought to you by Clavio, the growth marketing platform most recommended by other business leaders. Listen, in uncertain times, you need to be supporting your community and growing relationships with your customers. It's going to be appreciated. It's going to be remembered. It's going to be shared. And in good times and bad, this type of communication that's open and empathetic with your customers is key. This is a key theme that we've been talking about at Waybreak. I've been preaching this on the podcast. And when you're communicating with your customers in this way, the best way to do this is with email. It is and always will be one of the best channels for delivering communication like this. And what I love about Klaviyo is that email is one of its core offerings. And their personalization that you can do inside Klaviyo is just, it can't be beat. And when you leverage that personalization driven by a 360 degree view of the customer, these emails are going to feel more relevant and they're going to drive even stronger relationships. And Klaviyo gets it. They're not just, you know, some company. They understand how challenging it is right now for every entrepreneur. You know, it was hard to get your business off the ground and navigating these times is even harder. And if you're feeling overwhelmed with growing your business, know that you're not alone. Klaviyo is here to help you build relationships across any distance for your brand and create memorable and meaningful email marketing moments that last a lifetime. And that's how you build a successful e-commerce brand. And this is why I love Klaviyo so much, because they're on the same page with me and Wavebreak. is like, we're not just about making more revenue. That's great. But what this is really about is an opportunity to create an amazing community with your customers. And the best way to do it is with email. And if you're not on Klaviyo, you got to get on Klaviyo. Visit klaviyo.com to schedule a free trial. That's K-L-A-V. IYO.com. You're listening to the Wavebreak Podcast, the show where I interview the people behind the fastest growing e commerce and direct to consumer brands. I'm your host, Dylan Kelly, founder and CEO at Wavebreak. Wavebreak is the email and serum agency for high growth D2C brands. With ad costs rising, we help brands maximize lifetime value by building and optimizing world-class email and SMS marketing programs. You can learn more about partnering with us at wavebreak.com. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Wavebreak Podcast. Happy New Year. Hope you're having a great 2022. Might have actually said that in the last episode, but um, I recorded that before the holiday break. Um, (laughs) So... I'll wish you a happy new year again. Um, Really excited for this year. I think 2022, which is still so weird to say, um, you know, a little bit into the new year. um, I think it's going to be a really exciting year. You're going to have to be a smart marketer and a smart brand and a smart leader to win. But I think the opportunity is still larger than ever. Um, 2021 was a really interesting year. And today in this episode, I want to go over my predictions for the year, um, how I thought 2021 would play out, um, some past predictions. I think it'll be, I think there's some some good takeaways. So background on me before we dive in. Um, my name is Dylan Kelly, founder and CEO at Wavebreak, host of this podcast since January 2018. You know, I think I was in one of the first 10 or so e-commerce podcasts and um, been doing it ever since. And, you know, now this is here as we enter, what is that, the fourth or fifth year? Crazy. I don't, I don't do math on the podcast, <laughs> but um, it's pretty crazy. I don't even know what episode I'm at. Let me check. 
episode 218, which is, you know, over four years of episodes, which is really crazy to think about um, that it's been it's been going this long. And um, with that, I have I've learned a lot and that's what I want to share. So background on me, I'm founder CEO at Wavebreak. We're a boutique agency specializing in email and CRM for direct consumer e-commerce brands. Uh, I've been running Wavebreak since 2016. I've uh, been here for, you know, the good old days of Facebook ads, running it up to, you know, the last couple of years. Um, and we have a really interesting data set. We work with some of the fastest growing e-commerce brands and enterprise brands. And um, there's a lot of data that we have access to that I'm going to share today. Um, as far as trends go and, um, share how you can be ahead of the pack in every way based on the trends that I see in my predictions for the year. Um, so let's jump right into it. Um, you know, when we look back at, at 2020, uh, you know, going back a couple of years, we had really strong growth from the pandemic. Um, you know, and then we came into 2021 and everybody was doing really well year over year for about the first six months or so. Um, and I think that was expected because the real e-commerce boom didn't come till the last six months of 2020. And, um, that's when everybody kind of got their confidence back and, you know, through, <laughs> through the extra spend into Facebook or whatever channel. And, um, you know, it made sense that we saw a ton of year over year growth in, um, the first six months of 2021. And then it really slowed down for a lot of brands. Um, you know, some it went negative year over year growth, some it went, you know, stayed positive, but very slim. And then a small subset of brands in 2021 in the last half of the year actually saw a significant growth. And that's what I want to talk about, because I think that's where the future lies uh, with us having access to all this data set. Our most successful clients are seeing diversification being what's winning. Um, so our most successful clients really have an omni-channel mindset, um, or at the very least an omni-channel marketing mindset. They are not hundred percent reliant on Facebook and instead over the last few years have built out other channels like affiliate, like YouTube. Um, you know, I love how like YouTube and Facebook are different, are different channels, but they really are diversified into, um, retail into marketplaces and like all these things that seemed kind of like so bad or anti-direct to consumer the brands that have actually diversified into retail into wholesale into amazon into walmart into sephora into ulta into you know different advertising channels for their dot com you know um those are really the brands that are winning and driving huge growth. Those are the founders that I joke around with. They're like, oh yeah, everyone's struggling to grow. I'm so confused. And it's not to say go and diversify everything this year, but the winners, the brands that are going to be big winners in 2022 are the same in 2021 who have diversified, built, um, you know, really strong diversified marketing mix um, and really diverse strategy. And then the next piece that I've seen be successful is the strongest brands are winning. And that's kind of been the biggest black box for a lot of people and they don't understand how to do it. Is it used to be so easy. You would just be the, the online version of X and like that was enough to launch and be successful. It's, it's not anymore. You have to build a brand and you have to be strategic about it. And it's not as easy as saying like we are X. Um, you know, you think about the brands who are doing really well. Um, you know, for example, Cuts Clothing, who I've had on the podcast, Stephen Brelli, founder and CEO. Like, if you look at how they execute, they have this brand ethos and vision and mission that goes out to every aspect 
of the business, the people they hire. We talked about culture on the podcast. It goes back to, you look at their Instagram, you look at the influencers they partner with. It all comes back to this brand and they're building this brand. It's not something easy. It's not something that happens overnight, but even them, like they're diversifying their mix, but it all comes back to the brand. So like the brands who build brands and diversify are going to have a great year this year. They're going to continue to have a great year, especially as e-commerce continues to ramp. And that's really going to be your only differentiator. Um, You know, I I hear a lot of people also talking about community and loyalty. Well, I think those things are important. I think you have to look at the underlying reason they're so good and like what you're doing and how you pull them off. Like Cuts has a great community. I'm not necessarily in their Facebook group, but I follow everything they do. They have a great product and, and they have a great, um, you know, mission and vision and ethos that people can align with. And, you know, I think when you think about community, it's definitely important, but it's not going to be found in a Facebook group. It's not going to be found in, in some random, you know, place where people are just chatting all day, like, oh, you know, I love my shirt. I love this. I love that. It's really going to be um, a, uh, just like an extension of your brand. So not only do you have to build a strong brand, but you also have to build it around something that people can, can rally around. Um, you know, and that's definitely easier said than done, depending on the vertical. But you got to go, you got to go deep and really understand your customers these days. Because if you don't, um, you're gonna you're gonna get screwed because you used to not have to understand your customer because Facebook understood your customer. The algorithm did all the work for you. Today, it's not doing all the work. You need to get smarter about your creative. You need to get smarter about how you understand your customers. And that's why my belief, and um, I'm not biased at all. Okay, maybe a little bit. But you should diversify into owned channels like email and SMS first, then into other channels. Because really, if you're not operating from a baseline of a high-performance email and CRM program, A, you're leaving significant money on the table, and then B, you're just going to be trying to swim upstream when there's revenue that's already in your business. And email and SMS as channels are untapped for 90% of brands. Um, they're not maximizing the most out of it. And that's where you can quickly and easily diversify first thing into email and SMS as your first project this year. Then you have a, you have a, a, a consistent, reliant base of revenue that you can rely on as you test diversifying into other channels like influencer, affiliate, uh, TikTok, whatever it may be, TV. Uh, you know, we have clients who are, who are doing really well with TV right now. Um, but they've diversified over a period of, of years, right? They launched in 2013, 2014, 2015. They've diversified year after year. They didn't just throw all their money into one basket. Um, you know, and even these brands, like they, they're not maximizing what they could be doing through email and SMS until they come to us. I've seen enough Clavio accounts and other ESPs that, um, you know, the, like I said, 90% of brands could be getting significantly more revenue out of their existing customer base. And it's going to make competing on Facebook so much easier as ad costs continue to get more expensive. Competition continues to increase. Um, larger brands continue to win. They're getting a lot smarter about direct consumer. That's who you got to worry about as well. Not just the startups, um, but you got to worry about these bigger brands getting smarter about direct consumer. And I'll tell you how I know this is because they've been coming to us for the last couple of years Say, hey, we want to do what the hot new D2C brands are doing. Do it for us. And these are enterprise billion-dollar companies. Um, and so you got to get smart. The first place I diversify is email and SMS. And then you want to do it right. And that's where you can build community within your audience. You want to build an email list that people use to keep track about your brand. And then rewinding back into your brand, you know, at Waybreak, we can't help you with your brand vision and how you operate and run your brand. We can help you run best-in-class email and CRM, SMS, uh, loyalty, all of that. 
Uh, but at the end of the day, a lot of this is going to come down to your brand itself, your team, your leadership, uh, because it's not going to be a marketplace this year where you can just cross your fingers and hope for the best. There's going to be big winners this year, and there's going to be really big losers as it continues to become more difficult to grow. Um, and so, you know, at the brand level, you got to get really clear on like what you stand for. I don't mean like, um, you know, random it, it, like, it's not like you need to go through and like do this exercise, just like understand the brand, but most importantly, understand the customer and then cater to your best customers and build the brand around that. The mo- I've interviewed over 200 people on this podcast every single week for years. And now a quick break for a quick word from our sponsor, Okendo. Okendo is the new standard in customer reviews for high growth Shopify brands. We use them with our clients and they work with over 4,000 of the fastest growing Shopify retailers like Skims, Nomad, and Buck Mason to help them leverage their most powerful asset, their customers. Okendo gives brands all the tools they need to capture and showcase customer-generated content like product reviews and ratings, photos and videos, and Q&A. Plus, they have an awesome integration with Klaviyo that makes it easy to do cool stuff like send review request emails and target shoppers based on review content. And now that it's that time of year again, when Black Friday and Cyber Monday are top of mind, Okendo is offering a 90-day free trial to help e-commerce brands ramp holiday conversion without having to worry about increased subscription costs. If you sign up before October 31st, you pay nothing until 2022. It's really a no-brainer to me, and don't worry, you won't be forced into any expensive annual contracts after your trial is up. They offer super affordable monthly subscriptions starting at $29. So you can make the most out of this holiday season with a little help from Okendo. Visit okendo.io and start your free trial today. That's O-K-E-N-D-O dot I-O. Thanks, Okendo, for sponsoring the show. It doesn't always go as planned for your brand, but the people who understand their customers the best and build and design for that end up with that community that's going to differentiate your brand um, to come. Because when you really look at it, there's really not as much competition as you think. The competition is insane when you just are doing everything just kind of good enough and trying to do all things to all people, um, which is why, you know, doubling down on the channels that are closest to your customers, understanding those people, it's going to fuel everything. Because if you can understand what messaging works with your customers and who your customers are and the trends and the data, um, through email and through SMS, you can take those insights and throw them back into Facebook and test these concepts to acquire new customers for pretty much free on the email channel. And then when you have a winning campaign, go and scale that out as a test on, on your Facebook ads, on your paid social, on your whatever, like test messaging cheaply because it's not cheap to test messaging anymore with the way platforms are. And that's really the way I think brands are going to win. And it's, it's, it's not going to be an easy year Unless you like, you can't even work hard anymore. You got to work smart and you got to play offense. Like this is going to be a big year. And like people who try to coast into this year, like they did into 2021, it's not going to work. You could coast into 2021 because you were riding off your pandemic numbers. It was great. Six months into the year, you were doing fine. And then everything turned upside down. If you continue another quarter or two quarters of this, and then, you know, a whole year of this, you're not going to be in a good spot as a marketer or as a brand owner or CEO or founder in the next 12 months, it's going to be a very, very different conversation. And I think every year, each brand learns more and more like, oh, we got to be more prepared. We got to plan more ahead. We got to have real strategy. That's the next piece that's like actually having product strategy to build brand and community around. You can only sell so many products to 
of the same product to somebody. If you, if you don't have a ton of SKUs, you're not going to be able to scale. We've got to scale smart with the right SKUs and the right new products at the right time. That's something I see a lot of people mess up is they're just like, oh, it'd be cool to launch X. That's why you need that community. It doesn't have to be a Facebook group. You could be doing this on your email list, your SMS list, or literally calling customers like, um, you know, I've, I've had tons of people do on the podcast you know, they literally call up customers and they have somebody whose job that is to talk to customers all day and understand the customer. That's how you have a successful product launch. You don't just launch whatever you want. You launch what your customers want. Um, sometimes they don't know what they want, but for the most part, consumers are pretty smart and they do know what they want. Um, so really understanding your customers and then baking it and understanding your brand and then baking it into your product launch strategy this year is also going to be really, really important because you can only grow revenue so much off not that many products. Um, you know, recently did an episode with uh, Jeremy Horowitz on his thoughts on 2022. He mentioned how, I forget if it was on, on the podcast or off the podcast. Um, he mentioned that the most successful, if you look at the 10 top revenue driving brands on Shopify plus, they have a ton of SKUs and it's not to say go from zero to hero and launch a thousand SKUs in the next 12 months. If you don't have the capabilities that could end up crippling you work smart, not hard. Um, but, um, you know, you look at the gym sharks and you look at the color pops, they have a ton of SKUs. They have a ton of revenue. It's not a coincidence. You really got to find that balance and sweet spot between them all. And it all has to come back to brand because brand is going to be your number one differentiator as we move forward. That's why the brands that are winning are Nike. They're all these companies who already have existing brands um, coming into um, e-commerce. I guess I should talk about Web3, the elephant in the room. It's really tricky. I, it's easy to get caught up in the bubble of Web3 and NFTs. If you don't know what that is, I'm just going to assume you do because everybody's been talking about it. Everyone's trying to launch an NFT. Um, I think it makes sense for Nike to buy that NFT studio that they did considering the supply chain backlog they have. It's like slowing down their growth because they're such a big company. And I think for the type of brand Nike is, I think it makes sense. Do I think you should launch an NFT? I think it depends on who your customer is. I think most of your customers really don't care about an NFT. I think Web3 and crypto have a ton of um, different exciting things about them. Um, but I think a lot of brands, instead of, you know, as a founder or marketer, you're sitting on OpenSea or, you know, crypto Twitter looking for the next NFT to buy. If you focused on diversifying your marketing mix, understanding your customer, building a stronger brand and doing better marketing, you'll, you'll do, a, you'll actually um, <laughs> come out of 2021 or 2022 even stronger than if you spent all that time trying to figure out how to launch uh, NFTs and all these different things like get big enough so you can do what Nike did and just buy the person who did it like people still need consumer goods people still buy e-commerce marketing is still untapped like you want to talk about what's untapped for brands it's it's the, the channels might be saturated but there's terrible marketing everywhere you know buy X product the end you're gonna have to get creative you're gonna have to be a good marketer because Facebook's not doing the work for everybody anymore um, you know, I, I even think the old school infomercials, there's a lot that you can learn and take away from that, um, and have fun with it. I think still a ton of brands lack personality. Um, I think adding some personality, like everybody's been too afraid, like, and I'm not even saying get political. I'm just saying have a personality, um, you know, be okay with making some people mad, not by taking a political stance, by just like, I don't know, say something, maybe say something a little bit edgy. Some of the brands we work with who aren't afraid to take a chance like that are the most successful and they see the best engagement in this marketplace because people, it stands out to them in the inbox. It stands out to them compared to everybody else who's just doing everything by the book, you know, buy this XYZ 
product, uh, you know, versus, you know, maybe a fun joke or something or inventing a holiday. For one of our clients, we, we in, um, for National Hat Day, we did National Anti-Hat Day because they make a razor for bald men. And so um, we're basically saying like, hey, we can rally against this hat day. Screw wearing a hat. Use this incredible razor instead to get, to, get, get the best cut possible because we're not hiding anymore. Campaigns like that do really well, and there's probably an angle for your brand where you can have more fun with it. Um, and once again, you're going to stand out as a brand, and that's super important as we go into the new year. Um, the next piece I want to talk about is the best team wins. I think you could do a lot without a great team in previous years of e-commerce just because the algorithm was so good, e-commerce was so new, people were open to trying new products, it was great. Now there's tons of brands, there's not enough talent for these brands, and so whoever can acquire and retain the best talent or even develop the best talent is going to win. And, you know, a lot of that too, if you look at the brands that are successful, it's brands with great products and great brands, like strong brands that people really like and admire. People want to work for those companies. And I think that's going to be a huge thing too. It's going to be so much easier this year if you're operating in 2022 with a really strong team. You know, if you have five great people, your brain is four-fifths lighter, um, and you're going to be able to just operate so much better as a leader. It doesn't matter if you're CMO or director of marketing and building out a team of um, contractors, agencies, or even in-house. Um, the best team is going to win, and um, it's not going to be easy to find or develop or retain, um, but you got to do your best. I think there's still huge opportunity for brands to win just by up-leveling their team and Really, that's it. I don't think there's any kind of gimmick or anything that's going to be impressive this year. Um, you know, I know a lot of people talking about different channels. Oh, maybe TikTok's the future. Maybe, but really, brand is the future. The channels will come and go. They always have. They always will. But the brand stays. And so whoever's the smartest about building a brand is going to win. And, and that sounds so, it's so funny because, like, you know, even when I started the podcast, I didn't understand that. I was like, oh, um, uh you know, like, oh, it's stupid, like, focusing on brand, like, let's focus on actual revenue, because there are brand marketers who who do that, I think, you know, if you've spent any time in the corporate world, you know exactly what I'm talking about, like, brand marketers at huge companies, they don't really do that much, although they're getting way better these days, I will say, the brands we work with that are larger enterprise brands are very smart, very smart marketers, thinking more like direct consumer brands, and they're crushing it, that's, that's how you got to be, if you want to be successful, you know, and just thinking about the brand, it's, it's just becomes so important because the brand is going to win. Um, and like I said, we'll get into some more tactical ways to build brand this year, um, build a strong team. That's going to be really important. Um, I think the team has been underrated in e-commerce, but if you look at the fastest growing companies, the fastest growing brands revenue wise, they usually have a pretty stellar team. Um, you know, look, look them up on LinkedIn, look up Viori, look up, uh, you know, who raised a ton of money last year. They have a very strong team when you look at it. It's not surprising. Look up Brewmate, right? Um, Dylan Jacobs started as one dude, grew to $20 million in revenue, and then hired a team, and they've grown super fast, raised private equity since. And um, if you look at the story over, over and over again, those are the brands who have really hit it out of the park to $100 million plus over the last few years in the marketplace that we had. They had a great great team, worked with the best agencies, had the best in-house team possible, um, and continually leveled it up. Um, so that's going to be really important this year, you know, and thinking in general, um, it's going to be, it's going to be a fun year. Um, and one other thing I want to talk about is direct mail. I know there's kind of been a resurgence of that. I just say, be careful as a direct consumer brand. I'm not sure what your brand stands for, but if you're, if you don't want to 
ruin the environment and you stand on that as a brand, you should be careful about how you use direct mail and how much you send because, um, you know, while it can be a good revenue driver, high ROI, um, it's hypocritical for a lot of brands who, you know, claim to be, uh, you know, care about the environment and then send a lot of direct mail that's just going to end up in the garbage. Um, so just be, just be mindful of that. Um, I'm not saying direct mail can't be a great channel. Um, it's often talked about as an extension of email and SMS, which is why I bring it up, but just make sure you're doing what you can to, um, you know, not just create junk mail and actually add value to, to people's lives and the world without further ado. I think that's pretty much it. These are 20 minutes of my thoughts on 2022 predictions. Um, I think it's going to be a great year for the people who work smart and build a great team and end up building a strong brand that's based on really understanding your customer. And the best way to do that um, and the best place to start is by diversifying your marketing mix and building a best-in-class email and SMS program to unlock as much revenue as possible and use that as your baseline and then also use that as a direct channel to understand your customers at a really deep level. And so with that, that's exactly what we do at Waybreak. That's all we do as a boutique agency is help brands maximize their revenue from email and SMS. We've done this since 2016, and um, we can help you too. And if you want to learn more about that, you can go to wavebreak.com to learn more. That's W-A-V-E-B-R-E-A-K.com. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. I hope you have a great year. Hope you had a great year last year, and uh, let's get after it. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Waybreak Podcast. If you're not subscribed on iTunes or Spotify, go hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on future episodes. And if you're not on our email list, go sign up at wavebreak.co slash join. You'll join other e-commerce leaders at brands like Skims, Cartier, and Walmart, and thousands more learning exactly what's working in e-commerce right now. You won't want to miss it. Sign up at wavebreak.co slash join. It's free. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Waybreak Podcast. I hope you have a wonderful day.